From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, prosecutors arrest Kim Manbae, a key figure in the Daejeongdong scandal again. A Seoul court initiates proceedings to seek parliamentary consent to arrest DP Chief Lee Jae-myung. And South Korea denies its troops were involved in massacres during the Vietnam War. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Koo Hee Jin. Member, a key figure in the Tejangdong land development scandal, has been re-arrested, this time on charges of concealing criminal proceeds. The Seoul Central District Court on Saturday issued an arrest warrant for Kim, the largest shareholder of asset management firm Hwachon Deyu, stating he may flee or destroy evidence. The arrest comes 86 days after he was released in November from his previous arrest made on charges of breach of trust and embezzlement regarding the development project. Kim is accused of hiding cheques worth some 34 billion won or nearly $27 million in criminal profits linked to the project between October 2021 and November last year. He is also suspected of inducing others to eliminate evidence, as well as withholding and concealing ill-gotten gains. Prosecutors alleged that Kim prodded his business partner to discard his mobile phone and an acquaintance to conceal checks to avoid a court order for forfeiture. In a 50-page statement refuting the allegations, Kim said he was simply trying to avoid his business funds from being seized and had no intention of concealing them, nor did he attempt to launder money. The court has set in motion procedures to obtain parliamentary consent for the arrest of main opposition Democratic Party leader Lee Jae-myung in line with the prosecution's request for a warrant on corruption and bribery charges. The Seoul Central District Court on Friday sent the request for the Seoul Central District Prosecutor's Office to secure parliamentary consent. The document will be handed to the Justice Ministry, which will then submit the motion to the National Assembly after the President's approval. The Assembly Speaker will then report the motion at the next scheduled plenary session and it will be put to a vote within 72 hours. If the deadline passes, the motion will be referred to the following plenary session. The Parliament will possibly put the motion to a vote on February 27th, following a plenary session on the 24th. However, it will likely be voted down as the Democratic Party holds 169 out of the 300-seat chamber. If the motion passes, the court will then set a date to deliberate on the warrant. Under the Korean law, sitting lawmakers are exempt from arrest while Parliament is in session and prosecutors must obtain its consent to detain lawmakers. A professor who formerly chaired the Licence Review Committee at the Korea Communications Commission was arrested Friday over allegations of assessment rigging during a licence renewal procedure for a cable TV channel. The Seoul Northern District Court issued an arrest warrant for the professor at Gwangju University, only identified by his surname Yun. 
Citing a flight risk and the possibility of evidence tempering, the prosecution requested the warrant earlier this week, accusing Yun of deliberately slashing scores for TV Joseon, a right-leaning cable channel, during the license review in 2020 under the liberal Moon Jae-in administration. He allegedly conspired with two other officials at the commission to manipulate the scores. The two in question have also been detained on the same charge. The South Korean government has denied that its troops were involved in massacres during the Vietnam War and indicated it would appeal a historic court ruling last week that sided with a Vietnamese victim. Kim Zoyan reports. Seoul's defense chief has rejected the recent court ruling that South Korean soldiers were involved in civilian massacres during the Vietnam War. Speaking to the National Assembly Committee on Friday, Defense Minister Lee Jong-sup said the government will appeal last week's court order for compensation. There were absolutely no massacres committed by our troops during the Vietnam War. We cannot agree with the ruling. The ruling issued by the Seoul Central District Court last week marks the first recognition of the South Korean government's responsibility over mass killings of Vietnamese civilians during the war. The situation during the Vietnam War was very complicated, and there were a lot of cases where those wearing South Korean military uniforms weren't actually South Korean troops. The U.S. commander of the Vietnam War also concluded that there was no massacre of civilians by the South Korean military. The court ordered the government to pay 30 million won, or almost $24,000, to a Vietnamese woman who said her mother and two siblings were killed when South Korean Marines swept through her village in 1968. Now 62, plaintiff Ng Yuen Titan also suffered a gunshot wound. According to U.S. military documents declassified in June of 2000, more than 70 people were killed that day when South Korean Marines allegedly fired at unarmed civilians while occupying the village of Pongni in 1968. The South Korean court dismissed the defendant's side claims that Viet Cong fighters could have disguised themselves as South Korean troops. Claiming that there was no conclusive evidence in the case, South Korean lawyers also argued that such an act by actual South Korean soldiers would have been justifiable anyways within the context of guerrilla warfare. South Korea sent over 320,000 troops to the Vietnam War to fight alongside the U.S. for more than eight years. Kim Soyeon, KBS World Radio News. South Korea's first disaster relief team sent to the quake-hit Turkey has returned home after rescuing eight survivors. The foreign ministry said the Korea disaster relief team arrived at Seoul Air Base in Songnam at 7 a.m. Saturday, and its leader, Foreign Ministry official Won Do-yeon, has reported their return. Members of the first contingent will return to their respective posts next week after undergoing a medical checkup and evaluation for post-traumatic stress disorder. Its 118 members managed to rescue eight people from the rubble in Antakya in Hatay province, despite challenging conditions of freezing temperatures and lack of electricity and running water. The Turkish ambassador to Seoul, Murat Tamer, welcomed the team at the airport and expressed gratitude for their endeavours and support. The second relief team from Korea, including more medical professionals, arrived in Turkey on Friday to help with the post-quake recovery efforts. Meanwhile, as of Friday local time, the death toll from the quake has exceeded 45,000, leaving millions homeless. 
A coalition of South Korean relief organisations has announced a 30 billion won aid for quake-stricken Turkey and Syria. The Korea NGO Council for Overseas Development Cooperation, comprising some 140 groups, unveiled their pledge on Saturday. The council said it began relief efforts immediately after the quake and some 900 members of 30 or so organisations are currently operating in the affected areas. It said it is in the process of delivering a 13 billion won assistance but plans to expand it to 30 billion won. As rescue operations now centre on recovery and reconstruction, the council said it will also focus on providing daily necessities, shelter, food, drinking water and hygiene and medical support for the survivors. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's news centre in Seoul. I'm Kuhijin. You can also catch our news from our website at world.kbs.co.kr. KBS World Radio.